Thanks for downloading The Nightcap, and if you love listening as much as we love doing it, you can help us out by leaving a rating and review on iTunes via your podcast app. You can also support the pod and secure its future by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash The Nightcap, where we're giving away signed menus from Paul's Michelin-starred restaurant, Salt. And welcome to The Nightcap, Life Behind the Michelin Star, a late night lock-in here where some of the best chefs in the country candidly discuss and debate all things culinary over a few drinks. Episode 8, final one of the series. How have we got to this already? Right now I'm sat upstairs at Salt Restaurant in Stratford-upon-Avon, Shakespeare's home in the heart of Warwickshire. 10 o'clock at night, just gone. Service is wrapping up downstairs. Let me introduce myself and what the hell we're all doing here. My name's Simon Alexander, I'm a podcaster, producer and daytime cooking show contestant. To my left, playing host, owner and Michelin star head chef of Salt, Mr Paul Foster. How are you doing? You are right, yeah? Great, great, thanks. Answer your own question. Uh, and our guest today is head chef of two, well, was head chef of two Michelin star restaurant, The Hand and Flowers in Marlow, Mr Aaron Mulitz. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, really good. It's Mullis. We're- Mullis, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm unemployed and you got my name wrong, but that's fine. <laughs> That's fine. All is good. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Thank well, you. Well, sorry for the insult. Thanks for joining us for the last episode of Series 1. Coming up on the show today, we're going to be talking about what it takes to obtain and maintain a two-star restaurant, new cooking techniques and the evolution of cooking technology. And as usual, we'll have some TripAdvisor reviews of salt and the hand and flowers. We'll do Boiling Point, where our chefs will tell stories of the heat of the kitchen. And to finish off, some home cooking hacks and maybe a few questions as well from... From a few of Paul's yeah, followers, have you got, had a couple? Got, we've had a couple, yeah, a couple of inappropriate ones. <laughs> Excellent. Um, firstly, Aaron, yes. how was dinner? Did you have a lovely time downstairs? Amazing. Uh, second time I've been, um, it? and it was better than the first time. So that's, you know, like the guy can cook. Not only is he ravishly handsome, he's he, he, the guy can cook. Such a bromance between you two. Honestly, following you on social media today, like, unbelievable. I mean, the, um, my brother came a few up. months ago, didn't he? My, yeah, it wasn't and, long ago. Yeah, and, and and he raved about the chicken and ch- uh, the carrot, carrot and, chi- and chicken, chicken the, fat the dish, crouton. And I was just, yeah, I was just like, I could, eat, I could eat a big bowl of that. Yeah. Um, so good. yeah, it was really good. The, it's just, yeah, just food that you want to eat but smaller you know smaller bite-sized kind of portions and yeah it just really works and it was busy like there's not many there's not many restaurants in a yeah there's not many restaurants in the country on a you know on a wednesday wednesday night that Mm. that are full so yeah turning people away actually yeah it was a bit awkward because i had some i was bringing the equipment upstairs and there was this couple and they'd just been turned away because you couldn't fit them in no no, no they were asking me for directions they could have come the they could have come oh, and really? sat with me <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean it was it was just me it was just yeah, me and the table for one i go yeah. oh come on <laughs> yeah but they would have had to watch that terrible football match they would have had to watch that terrible football match yeah watching the football um i believe what we have in front of us was on the menu in some form tonight is it is yeah it's some local salami from a guy called ben um salt pig curing um or hand cut it's with an asparagus dish at the moment um so yeah i just thought i'd bring some more dangerous eating this because it's it's quite peppery i'm worried i'm gonna lose my voice but uh, the chunks of fat in there yeah Uh, he's not shy is he that's amazing yeah it's delicious really really good i know you're pretty full aaron but i am very very full we having a drink as well death and nightly what are we Mm. thinking we've got some local pills in there 
um, some Harry's Haifa bitter or red wine. Well, I'm up for a beer, but I'm happy with either of those. So first, I'll pick, drive Karen. on the I'll drive on the beer. I think. Yeah. Pills now. Yeah, please. Yeah. Lovely. Think you're gonna have to do your trick to open them. Oh yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Aaron's you're amazed. Look at that face. That, that was amazing. Oh, it's a, just a, a different. It's a ring that's a bit too big. So yeah. you just literally catch it. I've got one of those. It. There you go. <laughs> try it. Try it. Ooh, try it on Paul. Excuse me. There you go. See, that we go. You might mess your ring. There's loads of little tiny dents on my Look ring. Look on your face. Oh, this is like Christmas. That's incredible. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. See, you're nearly there. And what's over what's time, your ring? Kate, uh, Kate time, love you. This is amazing. Oh, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. By episode 16, <laughs> we'll be there. We'll be there. I'm, I'm going to bow out okay. on that one. But Take yeah, just don't tell Katie. Yeah. Damage your ring. Yeah. <laughs> I came to Shapton Haven and ruined my ring. <laughs> That's a, that is a hell What a night out. Incredible. Um, yeah, so uh, as we mentioned before, uh, Aaron has worked at the Hand and Flowers for 12 years now, is that correct? Uh, it would have been 12 years in October, yeah. I'd, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, talk us through where, you know, if you don't mind, where you're at and what the sort of situation is. Hand and Flowers, obviously, two-star Michelin restaurant, been there for a while. Where yeah, so, just, uh, yeah, just on shy 12 years at the Hand and Flowers. Um, just looking to take, take a bit of time, breathe, chill, and then, and then, yeah, figure out what what's next. I'm not, I'm not sure yet. I'm quite excited. Mm-hmm. Um, the unknown. I've been so structured and organised, and for the last twelve years of my working life, that yeah, yeah. yeah to take that step away and uh, is, you know, as exciting as it is scary, I guess. Um, but yeah, something I'm looking forward to, and yeah, I'm not sure what 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 what's going to come around the corner but whatever it you know whatever it is if it's doing my own thing or you know going back in you know working for someone else I, don't, I just don't know yeah, yet. yeah. yeah. that's so, super yeah. exciting yeah. though I mean yeah 12 years is a long time so obviously and getting two stars at a you know, I, I was saying to you earlier, the only pub in the world to have two Michelin stars. Yeah, it is the only that in the world, still, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, that, that is the first an, ever. Yeah, mega. the first ever, yeah. Unreal yeah. real achievement. And yeah, I mean, it was... Surely, how can you be nervous about the next chapter when you've got that on your resume? Yeah, I don't, well, I, I don't know. I think the options are going to be crazy for you. Mm. Especially, I mean, I think it needs to be mentioned that it's not... It's a very rare thing to be 12 years in any job in this industry, yet alone yeah, somewhere of such a high standard. And someone that's so busy as well. I did a day there a few years ago before we opened Salt, just to hang out with Aaron, really. Yeah. did a day in the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine that. Yeah, yeah. He, he was just hanging out. I was, yeah. I was just, eat, I was just eating. <laughs> <laughs> and just, I don't know, this slickest operation, how they do like, what, like 70, 80 lunch, 70, 80 dinner out of that small kitchen uh, to the same consistent standard it's just a monster but it's not always been that big and that busy right like 12 years ago where was the hand and flowers at like Tom Kerridge was obviously I assume he was cooking and you were what, what was your position there well so I yeah I turned up what yeah nearly 12 years ago Tom said do you want a job you're on the you know you're over there doing the chips <laughs> Um, in this pub in Marlow yeah in yeah. this tiny little battered kitchen with no there was no pot wash it was just a corrugated plastic shack um, and then as soon as you walked in the building you were, and you and you met him and you understood 
his ethos and his drive and his passion and the personality that he had or has um, he's a one in a million kind of you know really? guys a one a complete yeah, one off and, and you, and you saw and, and you see that from day one and that's why one of the reasons why I was like well four weeks in I said I want to leave um, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. I, I woke up one, like this is no word of a lie. Yeah. I woke up one morning after I don't know a ninety uh, seventy cover service or whatever it was, and I was hugging family photographs. Oh mate, <laughs> and I have no idea why. Oh bless you. <laughs> like I, I was like a little scared boy. <laughs> so so I, I went in. But just the intensity. It was just shouting. Or it was. It wasn't. It, it wasn't a it wasn't a super shouty kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it never has been. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just I was just like a, fi- a fish out. It was the first ever mission style restaurant I've ever worked in. I was, before that, I worked for one of Tom's mates uh, in a in a little French bistro. Um, before that, I did three days at restaurant Gordon Ramsay, and before that, I sold mobile phones for five years. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So you know, it's um, to go from. So you learn to cook while you're selling phones. Um, you already uh, got that. Absolutely knowledge? not. No. No. <laughs> no. 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 Definitely wasn't uh, learning to cook. Um, <laughs> I, I I started cooking from a very young age, from like 15 to about 18, 19. Okay. Um, and then sacked it all off. All my mates were going out. Course, unsociable hours cooking. Doing yeah, stuff, yeah. doing stuff that young men should be doing. Yeah. Caught in the ladies, <laughs> drinking a Pinot Noir. <laughs> so I thought, All oh, the typical 19 year old stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I want to yeah. get me some of this. <laughs> uh, so I did. Um, and yeah, just lived the, you know, living for the weekend, nine to five lifestyle for five years. And then decided, I've got, you know, I've got to do something with my life. And all I really knew and liked, liked doing was cooking. So. Yeah, went and worked at restaurant Gordon Ramsay, and that was horrendous. Three days, I was like, "This is not for me." Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. see ya. <laughs> see you yeah. So I ran to Sloanstead Tube Station, um, and uh, yeah, never looked back. And then, yeah, managed managed to get a job with one of what happened to be one of Tom's mates. Yeah. Went at the Hand and Flowers about. 13, 14 years ago. And that didn't have a start then? It had a start, oh, yeah. A start so, really yeah, yeah. so the Hand and Flowers got a start within the first nine months of opening. Wow. Um, and then, then yeah, um, yeah, went there, had an amazing meal. Remember, the reason I, the reason I went to work there was the main course that I had was a shin of beef, um, roasted bone marrow, herb dumpling, uh, with a carrot hand of flowers carrot yeah inverted that commas that's insane that you can remember uh, that though, and a copper pan of um, parsnip puree and it changed my life really and I was wow. like how can how how can this taste so good <laughs> I, what I need to find out yeah it's a main and, dish yeah. that's lovely and it, £13.50 that dish <laughs> what's it £13.50 for a main course that's wow. a bargain like yeah um, and then I was just like I need to work here so yeah so then after, you know, four weeks, you'd stop crying and then just, just about, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I cried on. on Monday on my last day. <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> so I've t- I cried twice at that hand. Sure. <laughs> so does that 12 years feel like it's gone quite quickly in some ways? Oh, like it's just gone. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like a f- flash between, before my eyes. Yeah. It's, so it's, much a, it's a roller coaster. It? Absolutely. It's, like, it's a beast. Absolute monster. Mm. 
like from where it was to where it is and just you know two stars the media profile and it's just yes yeah, gone bananas what can you recall of that time when you found out that it got a second star because that is a I mean obviously we, I mean, we've talked about it on the podcast a lot about getting the first star about how incredibly prestigious it is to get two is you know there's a very small group of restaurants in this country of what how many yeah, two was, star restaurants 20? 20? 20 20 at the moment yeah, it's about yeah. 20 isn't it what was the keep talk us through that time and how it came about and well, the I, news being dropped there's a video in there Is yeah, there? I, yeah I, to, the video. I told a lie actually I've cried three times at Handflower <laughs> <laughs> that was the second but time but podcast it'd be 20 yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah I, I remember like I'll never forget the day because they did um I think they sent they sent Sat a letter, they sent Tom a letter, and they sent there was another a place pub, called the Butcher's there? Arms. Yeah. yeah, it was the Butcher's Arms. Yeah, I think so. Um, so Michelin uh, sent them letters, uh, but they yeah they came in and filmed them opening this letter, oh, and uh, okay. promoting it to a two star status. And Tom read out the letter whilst being filmed. And then all hell broke loose. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, on, it's on YouTube it's a, somewhere. Oh, so great, have to check that out. Yeah. Everyone it's, it's go like, and YouTube it it's now. It's the first and only time they've done they've, it. Yeah, that, yeah. So the Butcher's Arms got one, Sat got two, and Han got two. And it's just this beautiful moment, just just capturing that, that reaction. Because mm. they're just opening a letter and they don't know. Mm. Obviously, they must have some sort of idea. Something's going never, on, but you're not no. going to assume you've got a second star. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, just like, I remember Sat's face, I remember Tom's face, I remember you being in the background behind Tom and mm. just... Yeah, it was, it was lovely. Just really nicely shot it was, video. Yeah, it was, it was surreal. Yeah, surreal. Like everything that you you work for, and you and you're constantly driving for, and you and you never think it's going to happen. Because if you do, I think you you're nuts, mm-hmm. and it never will. Yeah, it's got to be a bri- byproduct. Of yeah, what exa- you love exactly. Doing. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, and that drive and that passion, that love for you know a business and you get told that it was just yeah it was like winning a lottery it was it was absolutely crazy absolutely crazy is it hard to put your finger on what the components are that take it from a one to a two we've had several one star chefs on this podcast that have shared lots of stories with Paul but are you able to put your finger on the detail or the techniques that go into elevating a restaurant from a one to a two star I know it's very secretive all the Michelin stuff in general but Mm. do you think you know what it is uh, I think f- to get one star, like for t- uh, for a two star status, I think consistency is massive. But it's the same for one for yeah, a one star. Yeah. You have to like consistency. Michelin look for across the board. It mm-hmm. has to be every single thing you do has to be exactly the same, and that's the hardest thing, especially especially at someone like the Hand and Flowers, where you're doing the best part of nine hundred covers a week. Um, that is an insane number, isn't it? Really? But to take it to two, I think the best. The, I know the best way for me to describe. It, I mean, they're not my stars, but you know, I've been a I've been a part of it. It's if you if you got sat down in a room like this and a dish got put in front of you, you would know where it's from. Right. Yeah. So there are like dishes. There are dishes. It's 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 personality. That Tom's personality is in that food. Yeah. You put an Essex lamb bun in front of someone, you'll know it's Tom's. It's it's refined, um, 
what's a bit, it's a refined pie. Like the guy, yeah. do you know what I mean? The guy. It's that unique. No one yeah. else could recreate it if they yeah. tried, sort of thing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's, it's, a good, it's a good point. You can spot that. And I, I see like the hand and flower dishes in so many restaurants badly done or whatever but you know straight away even if you just see it on Instagram and you just know oh that's that's copy of that that's based on that mm. it, it is it's a good point that they yeah you know where that dish is from because Tom's created that yeah it didn't really exist did it, it that refined level of pub food yeah, yeah people I mean to be able to stick stuff, one thing on a plate and send it it's brave like one thing it's yeah. not it's not there's nowhere to hide yeah, <laughs> yeah there's yeah. nowhere to hide <laughs> it looks like a upturned toffee apple on a plate it like, does, and yeah, you're sending that out and a customer looks in there like where's, where's the rest of it exactly <laughs> yeah but then they eat it and they under like it's it's just it's incredible it's yeah i mean the guy's got the guy's got skills and you and and you understand that from a you know from working with him for so long so so if that's if, the, if that's one of the main components that makes up getting a two star how does it work when he's going through that process of coming up with innovative you know brand new takes on stuff is he going away by himself coming back and going guys this is how you do it or is he batting ideas off you and other people in the kitchen how i mean does it, he it get to that, that it, it gets place? to a point where you kind of think on the same you, you're on the same, you know, you, you, you're thinking the same things, but it, it is Tom's food. So, you know, he'll, he'll say, right, let's, you know, let's do this. And it, it might just be the smallest thing, but you're, you already know what he's thinking. That's fascinating. Though. So then you've you learned his expectations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you, you, understand, you understand the style, you understand his personality. Um, but what we're quite as I say it's not lucky but at the hand and flowers a lot of th things there are dishes that will never change so there um, which helps massively with consistency because a, a restaurant doing that many covers a week yeah sure if you start mixing it up and changing stuff if you put salt in the hand and flowers we go crashing down. <laughs> That's possible. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what no, I mean? Like yeah, I wouldn't the, even the way think that Paul that cooks way. the way that you know guys like Sat Baines cook um Brett Graham, like constantly, like evolving, tweaking. Um, I mean, we do that behind the scenes, but there are dishes that just won't. The smoked haddock omelette, steak and chips, um, Essex lamb bun, creme brulee. There are hand flowers, chocolate cake. There are the dishes that just won't ever change, and it brings stability to the service and and consistency because you know that you're going to sell mm. X amount of everything, every service. So you're, you know, you've, you're focused in what you're doing. The yeah, moment, yeah. the moment I, I, I can remember, I mean, you left a couple of days ago, but if you change the garnish, just the simplest thing, the, the garnish chef's head would sp like, on, he'd be useless for about three services. <laughs> so, really? Yeah, two, you know, two lunches and a dinner. He wouldn't know, you know, he wouldn't know where he was. Yeah. It, it, it was bananas. Wow. Um, because you're constantly, you're just, doosh, 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 I'm doing this, 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 and this. No, we're not, we're going to change this. We're going to put asparagus on instead of, you know, a, a piece of cabbage or, or whatever. And he'd be like, oh God. Rabbit in <laughs> yeah. the headlights. Really? Yeah, yeah, his whole day it, it, yeah. It's, it's bananas. That's absolutely fascinating. Bananas. I, you know, I suppose when, like, like you say, you you're innovating. Um, Tom's doing new things. He's trying out. You know, he's he's making things unique. I imagine it to be a really creative. But when you're doing that many covers, I suppose it has to get to that point where it's 
almost like a conveyor belt, mm. but whilst ta- whilst maintaining this two Michelin star yeah. standard, that's so well, And you've got hard. to measure up expectation with that, expectation of the guests. They, a lot of guests know what they're going to get when they go to the Hand and Flowers because it's, that's what it's become, almost an institution in that respect, isn't it? So yeah. They, they know what they're coming for, they know what expect. If you start changing things on a whim, then mm. the customers aren't going to be happy. Yeah. So you've... you've you got that consistency for all sorts of reasons. Yeah, yeah. No. Are there any like what you'd say are the hand of flower signature dishes where you'll go that dish will be there for ages and that's got a piece of me in there because I remember doing that or I remember. Um, yeah. So the, the the biggest one for me that would be the um, lovage and parsley soup. Cool. Talk us through that. So it's, it's it's a bowl of soup, but the thing with the bowl of soup, right? <laughs> it is, it's a bowl of soup, right? It's a bowl of soup. I, there's there, you know, there's, there's no there's no point sugarcoating it. It's a bowl of soup, but the thing with a bowl of soup is, soup is boring to eat. It's so boring to eat. After the third spoonful, yeah, your palate's bored. You're just dead. like, oh my, this is just a bowl of soup. Yep. That's why we don't serve a lot of it. We serve like literally. You think. That's nine pound fifty for a bowl of soup, or whatever. <laughs> That's you know, there's not a lot in there. Yeah, yeah. But there's a reason behind that because it's the flavour is, it's ridiculously like so. It's just it's like you're being punched in the face by parsley the lion from the herbs. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember the herbs? Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Parsley the lion and deal with the dog. Yeah. It's like being punched in the face deal by parsley the lion. <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then getting walloped by, yeah. I don't know, Lovage. Larry, 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 Lo- Larry Lovage, yeah. Lovage, That's a yeah. new character we've just brought in there. <laughs> uh, copyright Sorry. that. Um, Timothy Time. Uh, smoked teal in there, so it's like smoky, it's rich, like a little um, blue cheese tortellini. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Some pickled garlic, confit orange. Like there's so many f- things going on just to keep you excited about a bowl of soup. Mm-hmm. And that's... That's what's so special about the hand and flowers. It's simplicity, um, but elevated. Elevated yeah. simplicity. When you break down the layers of the food, it's not simple. It looks simple in essence. And like I realised that from I've eaten there about four or five times, and then I did that day there, and you see like the amount of work that goes into it on the plate. You think that's just a lamp burn like mm. it, it literally if you're not seeing it it's a ball of pastry with a bone coming out mm-hmm. but then you cut into it and you've got that rack of lamb and I mean you can tell me obviously better days, but there's so many layers of flavour and technique involved in it that's what it's delivering on it's simple in essence but it's not simple yeah yeah I mean it's it's very special it's, yeah. and it'll always hold you know um, now I always hold it close to my heart I feel, you know it'll always be home um it's somewhere that I've invested what a third of my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, yeah, the place is 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 very very special. And it's still a pub. It is. That's the weirdest. Go and part. have pint pint of beer and fish and chips, and then leave in your shorts and flip flops if you fancy it. You that, yeah, but it's so you know, <laughs> a lot of people would think of t- a two Michelin star place as. I'm going to wear a nice jacket tonight. I'm going to go, but, but which you can. Thing, but why not? But you can what? also you know just I mean? nip into your local. Like, yeah. That's mental that someone's local is the hand and flowers. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is absolutely nuts to me. But when, when I've been there, you feel like you could get dressed up or you could get dressed down. You don't feel out of place either way, which I think is that's a, a perfect restaurant for as me. As a customer, does it feel like a pub? Um, like if you didn't know, so you didn't know, you just like, like go in pub. there and you don't it's, even know. It, look, it's it not, looks like a bar. I think it's got the you feel don't have and drinkers, the fr- no. you don't, not standing at the bar. Not, okay. not anymore. You don't have a yeah. box. 
and a and a ju- uh, a jukebox a jukebox and a, and a, and a there, is, there is a pinball yeah. machine a <laughs> bit <laughs> <laughs> bring their dogs in yeah, yeah all that yeah no um not not so much anymore it, you know it used to be a lot more pubby. um pubby but it's become a destination place to eat now so we've we need to maximize on and we have maximized on or they it's, it's still we oh no it's still yeah. we mate. it's still, still we. we it's still yeah. we you're like, so, a, you're like yeah. a one club man in football yeah. you know, these, they're, they're players <laughs> they play for one team for 12 years yeah. they retire forever they are like a legend of the club yeah. that's you no, that's, the Flowers. that's me um yeah so it it still it still feels like a pub it's still you know it's still friendly everyone's you know you can still you still have a pint of beer pint of cider Pine of Sambuca, if you fancy, I suppose. Yes, yeah, so, yes, yeah, Green it King. Or, yeah, or, it still is. Still yeah, is, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They ain't selling that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Cha> ching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have done very well. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I want to move on to another topic, which sort of goes quite neatly with the the two star hand and flowers, and that's cooking techniques and technology and being innovative. Um, it was interesting you saying then about Tom and how he was creating these dishes that are so unique but you know it's him so were there any techniques or things that or machines or gadgets over that 12 year span that were brought into the kitchen and people like what is that or how are we going to do this or you know and how or how often did that happen to you guys uh just make a pan really hot loads of butter <laughs> and fucking cook it, <laughs> is that it? <laughs> and that's how you make things tasty love it um i mean we do you know we use water baths um i mean they're, they're old hat now aren't they water baths they i sound like now, a granddad amateur yeah. I sound like a granddad. contestants use water baths that you can tell it's become common now that yeah. amateur chefs with yeah. their money have got one in their own kitchen. I mean, yeah, most of them are doing that. What else do we use? Uh, a thermomix, yeah. <laughs> pressurized stock pans. Oh yeah, we got like. yeah we got a pressurized stock boiler. Um, That's just nothing. basically a massive pan that you screw it tight. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Press a button. It yeah. pressurizes itself, and then you know cooks things quicker than if you had it in a normal pan, yeah. basically. Love it. Um, but yeah, I mean, still quite humble equipment. Then it's just you know I've uh, got a pan and butter, so I could have a yeah. Electric. Start, everything's yeah. electric. No gas. Um, oh, really? I suppose that's the. That is quite interesting, actually. But no uh, gas. I think no. A lot of kitchens are. Yeah, I'd like to. I'll driven that way. way. I think. Yeah. What? What? Just because it eco-friendly, cleaner, cleaner. Yeah, it's yeah, cleaner. It's it's, it's not as ridiculously it's hot. Cheaper. It's yeah. I mean, it's a lot of kitchens now have gone. Um, Do you have the same amount of control though? Uh, there's more control. There's more control. More control. Okay. Yeah. I, always, I always think the opposite because I can see the flame. Yeah. If I turn the knob down, the flame mm. goes down, and in my head that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. With an induction, I'm like it's on five. You're, st- you're still. <laughs> you're hot's five. You're you still know. dealing with knobs if you, if, you, if, <laughs> if you're with electric. Yeah. True, yeah. They're just in the form of young chefs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's, that's interesting I was expecting you to say oh yeah I remember when someone brought this in and that sort of thing Cause, yeah it's, because yeah, it's, you must have fads because you worked with it for so long it doesn't seem that yeah, new, but no, like, yeah it does I think to your, your person at home or your amateur it, it does sound quite wow mm. and new but I, I think the thing is you're not like you use from knowing what you guys do or did or um, you use those modern techniques in a way that is just about 
the consistency producing the best exactly, food. Yeah. It's not like look at us, we're using a water bath. Yeah. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah, it's a lazy yeah. oven. Yeah. Like which a lot of people do. It's that's what yeah. like it gets called in the trade lazy oven. It's like you just fuck it all in, oh, pull really? it out, sear it. Yeah, they've got a bit of a bad name because of that. But it's like anything, like a microwave is a great piece of kit if used properly. To reheat beans. Yeah, I mean yeah. <laughs> making puff pastry. Oh okay. have you seen what? What? Yeah. No. Honestly, game changer. Making puff pastry. Yeah. Or cooking so, so cooking puff pastry. Oh, okay. Yeah. What you just game honestly is a game changer. Really? Yeah. Um so Adam Degg, <laughs> who's our head of pastry. Oh yeah, yeah, I know him, yeah. Their head of pastry, our no, just honestly, our. this just is so weird. Just don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> so our two days, mate. Yeah. Five days off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so head of pastry at Carriages Bar and Grill. Um is that also in Marlow, is it? Uh, no, so it's in, um, just off the embankment in um, London. London, at the Crimfield Hotel. At the Crimfield Hotel. Oh, okay. um, so yeah, he he basically just sent me this video. He goes, check this out. And he's cooking this puff pastry in his microwave. And it's, <laughs> no way. And I'm just like, what, what, what is this? What is this? I was like, I was, I was heating up a... A Sainsbury's taste of different chicken royale biryani, <laughs> <laughs> and you're and you're cooking puff pastry, and it's just rising, 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 and he stops it, perfect, time. and you put it in the oven just to crisp up, to dry it out, on top, and it's yeah. the like the lightest, lightest no, puff pastry. Who the hell, it you? is insane, absolutely I've got to say, insane. Like, if I was nip, if I was in that restaurant and I was nipping to the loo and I'm spending a lot of money, and I go past the door, <laughs> yeah, and, and I see the pastry, chef going, <laughs> <laughs> and then just whip it out, I'd be like, what is yeah. going on in there? But That's crazy. Every, everything has its place. I mean, we use, you know, big, like, plumbers, merchant, like, blow torches. They're better than those little namby-pamby ones. That people yeah. do creme brulees with. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we use that for creme brulees. You need that, that, that intense, you know, ridiculous heat in order to get a super... And we, when we make creme brulee, it's... It's like that caramelization is almost burnt it's almost black mm-hmm. but it's for a reason and some guests don't understand it so you know a lot of creme brulees will go to you know a restaurant and it'll just just be caramelized yeah so it's too sweet so then yeah. it's just it's just sugar right. and it doesn't add balance to the dish because you've got you've got eggs you've got cream you've got vanilla sugar and then you're putting sugar on top of it so you want it to taste like an egg custard with vanilla and that vanilla is accentuated and that richness is then cut through with the bitterness of the of the of the caramel that you've you know nearly burnt so you know (laughs) it's there's there's reasons but but these are things that that we've done or that we do that make it you know that elevate these things elevate a creme brulee you know steak and chips like things like steak and chips you know the chips that we do like it's it's a process it's a long long process um, how, many, how many sacks of potatoes are you getting in a day we're doing chips? six we're doing six six sacks a day six sacks of potatoes a day yeah which, 150 kilo potatoes but, a day but then you you <laughs> you individually apple core each chip so you get an apple core and you What's go through like cylindrical? each potato. Yeah. And the reason cylindrical that is chip. is so they're all the same. They're all the same. They're banging chips. Wow. Every yeah, single chip chips. is exactly the same. Well, so when if you're I'm cooking having, it... If I'm going to a two Michelin star pub, it, I mean, the chip expectation level exactly. is it's, high. Yeah, <laughs> it's astronomical. It? It's this just chip's like, going to be mental. Yeah, it's like the Kim Kardashian of chips. <laughs> like... <laughs> That's, like, that's, she would be that's flattered it. to hear yeah. that. I mean, yeah. I mean, 
Oh, all right, then the... No, no, take it, mate. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't know her. She's not going to listen to yeah. this. Don't worry about it. <laughs> she might. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll know we've made it. They're, Kim K's listening yeah, to the they are. They are special chips. Special <laughs> chips. But it's... And going back to what makes a two-star pub or what a two-star restaurant or even a one-star restaurant and what we do is it's respecting every single ingredient it's, it's having the same respect mm-hmm. whether it's a potato or a fillet of beef or a piece of sea bass or a tomato or a piece of asparagus treat it with the same respect and if you do that then you're, you're going to be all right, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love how yeah, simple that sounds. Yeah. It, it is, in essence, really, isn't it? Cause Don't overcomplicate it. We get yeah. the best Well, I think stuff. people do overcomplicate it for the sake of it. When new technology comes out, they'll see a gadget, yeah. and people will think, I'm being innovative by using the latest technology. Mm. Whereas even through watching you know, generic cooking TV shows, your MasterChefs and stuff, um, classical cooking is often still the best way. It's all, it will always there's, for a reason. there's fashions and fads and trends and there and there will always be those things, but it will always come back to traditional solid French foundation cooking butter, butter yeah loads of fat, loads of salt, <laughs> cook it. And that's it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But don't mess around with it. Literally, a couple of podcasts ago, Paul literally was just like, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for butter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. But like, it's made my life. Yeah. Who are yeah. kidding? Like, we, we go through, uh, honestly, uh, the hand and flowers, we go through. Let me work this out now. My maths is pretty poor. Um, three, what's three times seven? 21. 21. 21, blo- uh, 21 boxes of butter a week. 40 boxes. They boxes are 40. Boxes are 40. So, you know, the 250 gram blocks you get, yeah. you buy them in boxes of 40. I don't know what that is. In yeah, kilos. so we do, we do about oh my word. between 18 and 20 of those a week. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. 20 times 40. 800. 800. 800 blocks of butter a week. So, a block of butter I'd buy for home. Yeah, those that 250 size. gram blocks. Yeah. yeah, that lasts me a few weeks easily. Yeah, that one block. I'm yeah. on the three slices of toast. One block. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, no, getting like a night out. I'm spreading butter like it's pate. Yeah. yeah. I cut it like it's yeah. cheese. Yeah. Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Um, okay, I think we should move on to some TripAdvisor reviews. Go on then, why yeah. not? Yeah. Who why doesn't not? love TripAdvisor? Oh, no. Oh, we've learned a lot about TripAdvisor over this podcast series. Yeah. <laughs> so this is how it works. I'm going to give both of our chefs a TripAdvisor review. They have to guess whether it's their opposing chef's restaurant or someone else's. Ooh la la. Do you want to go first, Aaron? Shoot. Okay, so I'm going to read a review. You've just got to tell me whether you think it's salt or somewhere else. It's that simple. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here we go. One star review. Horrible. Salt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bless you. Sorry, go on. No, don't. Here we go. (laughs) The head chef exposed himself to me, then threatened to stab my disabled grandma with a steak knife. Absolutely disgusting. Far-fetched as it sounds, is it Paul's Restaurant Salt or somewhere else, Aaron? Pretty staggering. Disabled grandma, not just grandma. Disabled grandma with a steak knife. Exposed himself. You know me well. (laughs) I do know you well, but I'm just... Have you... Can you get... Is that a ramp up to the first, second part of the restaurant? I'm just... I'm... I'm, (laughs) 
I'm gonna I'm gonna say that was somewhere else. I literally can't believe I'm gonna say this, but that was salt. Yeah, and it's all true. Huh? Of and course. No, I'm not lying. That was salt, and yeah. I've not spoken to you about this yet, and I'm worried. <laughs> uh, this is this is true. We, this was off. This was only a couple of weeks. I'm ago. not sure I want to be here. <laughs> I feel it's all right. You're not disabled. You're fine. So yeah. I save it for the last podcast in case it's our last one forever. <laughs> Paul, what the hell has happened here? Well, it's not up there anymore, as you will probably know. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I kicked off. <laughs> really? Obviously. Obviously. But how does it come about? It can't understand. be true because we don't have steak knives. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I couldn't, ca- couldn't yeah, cut yeah. my beef tonight. <laughs> yeah. I knew there was something. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> what the Yeah, it landed and then obviously I, I just had a joke about it on Twitter. I posted it on Twitter and had a joke. I'd crack that same joke. I'm not on Twitter. True. I've only just joined, <laughs> well, deleted, joined Twitter. So yeah. I've, I've just rejoined. You can follow me if you want. No. Uh, not, Chef no. Daz. <laughs> Uh, 82 for everyone out there there you go give us a follow Chef Az yeah just AZ Chef Daz D-A-Z there's a long story behind it fine I I don't know yeah but yeah (laughs) crack on sorry Um, what is going on it's a disgruntled customer or somebody I've upset but that list is quite long so I don't know where to start with that (laughs) Um, and then later on that night there was another one saying that it, you could tell it'd be written by the same person, the same words and things have been used, but another new account. What, disabled was, grandma. There's <laughs> <laughs> a theme here, isn't it? They put something like, I couldn't stop staring at their daughter all night. I went to speak to the table and I stunk of booze. What? Yeah, maybe I've just done a podcast and I'd give it. Stumbled down the stairs. Yeah, so obviously I've got them removed, but they stay on there a while and they get loads of likes and stuff. Yeah, it's just, I don't, I've got a very, very good idea who it is. Right. Very good idea. Really? Yeah. I, I, I just don't You say that with them really th- Like next time they come in Oh they won't be coming in Don't you worry Yeah <laughs> What they've eaten with you Yeah Well they didn't finish the meal I kicked them out Oh okay yeah. A while ago well, A few weeks back right. Yeah I, I can't say for definite It's them But I'm 99% sure Man this kills me It's getting yeah, worse It's crazy isn't it You can't retaliate It's crazy You've got to try And not retaliate I didn't retaliate I didn't write anything I just I didn't I sent it to you guys that Yeah day, I loved I? it yeah. on, on WhatsApp I couldn't believe it I, was, yeah. I read it And I was like I just don't even what? Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah. It's funny. But actually, well, like, it's been taken down. Yes. Yeah. That's positive. But I saw something the other day. This is slightly off subject, but this is just an example of how TripAdvisor is ruining the world. Go on. <laughs> right. Like, I, I don't know what's wrong with society nowadays. Right? We had some stuff delivered at home. And um, my house in Kenilworth is right behind the, the recycling centre, the tip. Um, nice, nice. So I, you're yeah. selling it. Stink. Absolutely <laughs> stinks. Yeah. You're, you're, oh, wow. you're, somewhere for the kids to se- play. Yeah. You're selling being a one-star chef to all those like young chefs out there. I'm grafting, I'm grafting, I'm, I'm going to make it one. I want to be full foster. Living behind a waste tip. <laughs> it's actually a recycling centre, yes. All right, sorry. So I wanted to take all these packages around. Uh, I think we'd, we'd had a bed delivered for my daughter or something, so I'd take all the stuff around. So I just went on Google just to see the opening times of the tip, mm. and I got it up first uh, line, and it's got you know website blah, 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 all that stuff, and it's like two point five out of five. So what? Ten reviews. Who's reviewing a fucking tip? <laughs> what? Really? Yeah, I'll, just, I'll have to show you later. Oh, on TripAdvisor, kind of with recycling centre, not on TripAdvisor. On oh, Google, Google, Google reviews, that's Whoa. crazy. So I went through, and people are like, "The staff don't look happy. They don't want to be there." <laughs> of course it's they don't. F- they work at a tip. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing an honest day's work, but it's a oh. fucking tip. <laughs> 
And like, what, this sounds way better than TripAdvisor reviews. Can Google you just bring... reviews. I'm going. I'm going to review everything. I got time on my hands. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to review everything. Car parks. The lot. Up, my car with fuel at the Shell Garage today. The guy offered me two for one whispers, and I'm just not a big whisper fan. Yeah. <laughs> two, two out of five. <laughs> lot of, what is the people moaning about the opening times? How it's not suitable for their situation, and they'd have to take a day off work. Um, it's open every day of the week. That is. It's a fucking tip. It serves a purpose. Can you bring for the next series? Bring some tip reviews. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and tip, we'll compare tipper. them to food. Yeah. Tip, tip advisor. Tip, tip, tip advisor. <laughs> there is an absolute. <laughs> I'm buying that domain as soon as we finish this show. Okay. Uh, Paul, you'll go. No, looking at my screen. Okay. Is this review a review of the Hand and Flowers or somewhere else? Uh, one out of five star. Whoa. No, no. That doesn't Whoa. exist. That does not exist. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> the title, Somewhat Pricey. This is their review. Prices are an almighty rip-off. 950 lovage soup. <laughs> <laughs> How much is your coffee again? Oh, don't talk about that yet. Hey? He's got like a... Th- I don't drink what coffee. What is it? 30 quid. No, no, it's nine pound. Nine pound coffee. For a coffee? Yeah, it's nice. Oh, I bet it is. Wait on, there. Sorry. Okay for the occasional visit, but they do do a very nice cup of coffee. Is that a review of the Hand and Flowers? Is that coffee? That's it. That's it. Very pricey, rip off. One out of five star, but they do do a very nice cup of coffee. And, and that's, that's, that's the whole review. That's the whole no review. This is why I don't I've not I don't taken really look at an it. extract of a paragraph. That is their entire review. They've gone online. It probably took them longer to get online than write this. But they do do a very nice cup of coffee. I know. I, is I, that the hand and flowers or not? I can't remember what your coffee's like there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink it. <laughs> um, I'm going to say somewhere else. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't. I'd, I'd say that. And I know why that's I'm not the hand and flowers coffee. review. Because they're so stuffed that they can't eat, they can't write. <laughs> they, they haven't got the physical strength. Little chubby fingers. Yeah. They've had, they've come in, they've had loads of bread and white paint, they've had the smoked haddock omelette, steak and chips, and a creme brulee, and they literally Sweating can't function. Yeah. They cannot function. So that's what they've done. Aaron, you've been out the game two, ga- two days, but you're spot on. That is a hand and flowers Get review. Get in, right? Get in. They What's do the do a lovely cup that? of coffee, though. What's the point in writing? that uh, what, yeah, no what, information how is that useful to anyone it's not it's they're not, not. going to come for a cup of coffee like come, we ain't Starbucks there's one of those down the road and a Costa yeah <laughs> no like, one stops there for a coffee yeah exactly <laughs> the food's pricey I'll just have a coffee yeah, please. yeah exactly Ooh, that's expensive that soup's expensive <laughs> I'll have a coffee <laughs> what hot beverages do you serve um, it, actually I did see the other day TripAdvisor released a thing saying um, after the quality of the food and the service They've done loads of analysis on what generates bad reviews. Mm. And after food and service, the number one biggest factor that can impact a bad review is the weather that day. So you look at how many one and two stars occur in the country and look at the weather map. Yeah, not Overcast conditions and rain correlates to when a lot of people are getting not a bit surprised. like... That's our, happy that's our fault. Yeah, it is our fault. Yeah, yeah. fault, mate. I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lastly, before we move on, TripAdvisor Salt. We do this every single week. You started off episode one, 14th. Oh, out of, out of 160 in Stratford. in Stratford, Salt was 14th. Ooh. Right. It's only got worse. Yeah, it's really? Terrible. Yeah. Last no. week, Salt was 20th in the whole of Stratford. Bear in mind, first Michelin star this town's ever had. 
20th. Where do you reckon? Do you reckon it's gone up or down in, a, in the last couple of I weeks? I know it's fluctuated because we have to have those knobheads, right? Those ones you've read earlier. We went like right into the 20s. Yeah, I bet the whole yeah. stabbing a disabled grandma didn't help that. Yeah. I think they have keyword searches <laughs> stab disabled, um, perving, probably didn't, probably didn't expose. The... Yeah, we went up. We were like 159. Well, uh, before I come up here, I did a TripAdvisor review and gave it four out of five. <laughs> yeah, I did. The only reason I did that is because I didn't get a coffee and I've heard it's really good. <laughs> uh, but very expensive. You can't afford it. You're um, so I think... Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, um, I think it's gone up. I think you're, you're well, no longer 20th. I think up is good as in like yeah, towards, towards one. one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, up. Well, yeah. Really? Yeah. I can tell you it's fluctuated a lot, but it remains the same. You're still 20th. <laughs> still oh, 20th. Sorry, mate. That brings it down on the evening, really does, actually. Yeah. Especially for the owner here. Yeah. I'm looking at him now. Episode 1, 14th. <laughs> episode 8, last one of the series, 20th, rock bottom. <laughs> how, how many restaurants, how many are there? 160, but that includes everything. Like, oh, no, that's quite good. That includes cafes, everything. Yeah, but that's, Stratford, uh, yeah. that's all right. We'll just see. Oh, I yeah, mean, but you don't care enough, you don't work there, but where yeah. do you think... Hanhouse is in Marlow. I can oh. tell you that there are 56 places to supposedly just mm. go out for dinner. I think we are top 10. You are top 10. I think we're about 8th. You're ninth. Because oh. I've left. left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to review it straight away? Yeah, no, my, no my mum. My mum went on there. <laughs> it's shit. Biggest support. <laughs> I, I heard the guy has left. <laughs> okay. Oh, Love it. Right. Where's the coach? Well, that's above us. Oh, can we have a look, Ollie? Yeah, let's we'll have, have a look. The coach, the coach in Marlow, and the butcher's tap. So <laughs> they are both. Are they both owned by? They're all. Tom? Yeah, yeah, all owned by Tom. They're so all in Marlow. It's becoming yeah. like the sort of Rick Steiner Padstow, isn't he, with Marlow? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, but it's good for the. You know, it's good for people who own houses. It's good for. Yeah. Marlow in general. All oh, the other restaurants and bars. Exactly. It just brings people to. Before and yeah, hundred percent. Love it. So. Okay. Uh, the coach is number. 11 Ooh. closely followed by Bills of Marlow oh, oh Bills, Bills. They, they do a good, good breakfast Bills. they, they, do, do, they yeah. used to do a good breakfast oh, has it gone downhill when it was independently owned the one in Brighton was the best breakfast I've <laughs> ever had yeah, <laughs> then Bill obviously sold it to his pals and it's, it, it's not as good <laughs> well, I mean you know that's my opinion I'm not going to put it on TripAdvisor but <laughs> yeah. you know, who am I to <laughs> slag oh, off a restaurant okay let's move on to my favourite feature time for boiling point so I get to sit back and listen to some stories uh, from our two chefs from Paul and from Aaron when has the heat of the kitchen just got too much we want your stories of unleashing hell on some of your employees or when people have unleashed hell on you Paul you've been a mate of seven stories and they've oh, never how have you got so many <laughs> mate, I've got he, a he list on my phone. Phone. the only reason because I sold mobile do... phones for five years I don't really have <laughs> yeah. them I've been racking my brains okay well um, do you want to go first or second second, second. second. yeah I'll go <laughs> yeah. okay Paul honestly my list grows this is like Graham time. Norton where you're like in a red chair now <laughs> and we get to yeah. like yeah. Down yeah. Your chair, yeah. <laughs> so um yeah, th- this, I, I kind of, I, I did afterwards, I thought, what are you doing, Paul? 
what, what are you actually doing? Oh, God. Oh, so um, this is you? Is this oh, you, this is me. You yeah. didn't stab oh, okay. granny, did you? Of most no, of them have been you. Have most of them been you or other... No, 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 we've had a few. He's I've been hit. Few. He's been hit with a steel bin. You yeah. have? Yeah, knocked off my feet. Yeah. Well, I'll you. tell you who later. <laughs> um, yeah, some things I've witnessed, some things happened to me and some things I've done. So mm. I'll mix it up, really. He stitched someone up the other week. This was brilliant. Oh, you have to listen to it on the podcast. It's brilliant. Oh, yeah. yeah. I won't ruin it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stitch yeah. someone else up <laughs> royally. It was poetic. Oh, yeah, it, was it was lovely. Beautiful. Yeah, so th- this, we'd only been open here a few months, right? And I was... I've got a big thing about wastage. You know how much wastage costs to mm. remove. And um, we're town centre. We've got tiny bins. I've got no more space. So I'm constantly on the guys about wastage, how we manage it. All my suppliers, I make sure they take their boxes away with them. Oh, cool. Yeah, recycle as much as we can. So I'm like really strict with it. And we've got it down to quite a, quite a good system now. And we're a few months in and then our bins used to go out on a Friday night for like the company that we pay an absolute fortune to collect (laughs) (laughs) everything is just like tinted with like this musty veil of disappointment anger gotta get my emotions across <laughs> but this one, I'd, I'd like sorted everything out, and though we're getting it down to a good level, because they, they'll charge if it's overweight, they charge us. Mm. And um, so this, it used to go out on the Friday, so the Saturday morning, I'd come in, and yeah, we'd put the bins in first thing, and I'm like this bin's really heavy. Oh, they haven't emptied it. Open it up, and it's like half full. So that was full last night. They've only taken a bit, and I was like, they're not our bin bags. So some fuckers dumped these in our bins. So I've got all these bin bags out. There's like four or five of them. Took them up in the backyard. I'm like, right, open them. Got gloves on. Opening them up. Seriously? Yeah. Your marigolds so on? I wanted to find out who it was. Imagine so peering like, out your bedroom window and seeing him <laughs> in the garden with marigolds I wasn't, going through the rubbish. I wasn't in whites, by the way. I was still in my civvies. Um, so I'm going through just, it. And just in your pants. <laughs> That's how I get my kicks. <laughs> Some big bearded man with his pants and his marigolds on going through Go the bins. <laughs> well, I did say I wasn't proud of myself for this, right? I'll be honest. What did you find, Paul? So, yeah, the, basically I worked out that somebody had had a party and it was all their general rubbish. There was loads of beer bottles, pizza boxes, like all their general Foster. rubbish. Dr. Foster, this is. And I was like, so, so some, somebody's had a big party in like Old Town there, you'll know, it's all terrace houses. They don't have wheelie bins or anything, so they obviously don't have much rubbish space to put anywhere. So they have to put the bin bag out of the front on a certain day. Like, So I was like, it must be one of those because like, I found these addresses, all these envelopes in every one. Googled it. I was like, oh, it's Old Town. Someone in Old Town found the name, oh, address, mate, everything. You're like, so I was like, what had happened? They'd had a big party and they're like, I'll take that with you in the middle of the night. And then they've seen our bins have been emptied, dumped them in and half filled them. Now I'm thinking, well, like, we've got another week till they're emptied. So my bins are going to be over full and they're not going to take them. So I'm like, right, so I've done them all back up took them to the house dumped them outside the front of the house I like, piled them up on top of each other leaning on the door and just banging on the door like in just this, a this rage is, this is terrifying yeah, this is terrifying yeah, imagine I if you got you were a nice address. guy I am mate I am I was returning their goods I'm good like that got some rubbish yeah. out here for you and no one answered and I just like this is a bit bad really isn't it but I'm fucking leaving them there and I just left it and come back to the restaurant and just they're not going to answer the door on. well I don't, I don't think they're there, not going to but... answer the door to a man in marigolds and his pants 
<laughs> it's just not going to happen. But I wish I've I could have stabbed grannies before. Come and get your bins back. But I wish I could have seen them open the door and just all that rubbish fall into their door. Mm. Oh my! That was God, the plan. Mate. You've got you. But yeah, it was just like, how dare you like fill my? But what one bin bag, whatever. I wouldn't have been bothered. But they like filled that bit. So you're taking a piss. This cost me money. So you can have that back. Wow, mate. <laughs> yeah. I assume you never heard anything more about it again. No, no. no. Just <laughs> before you put your marigolds on, I've. I put some chewing gum <laughs> in a bin in the bathroom. I've already It checked. was me, all right? Yeah. Just, wow. They were stressful times. Anything as disturbing as that, Aaron? <laughs> Honestly, I've, I, I've, I've, I've lived a, a life covered in cotton wool. <laughs> Clearly. I think. I mean, wow. I mean, there's, uh, there's bogus stories. I've got a lot of bogus stories. Where I used to work, we did bogus things. Right. Um, we used to hide... The HO would turn up and we'd hide green lamb in. What do you mean? Green lamb? Well, it, was, it, was, it wasn't right. Oh, sorry. Gone off lamb. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. you say gone off. Right. Aged. <laughs> sorry. It's called aged in cling sorry. film and polystyrene. Got you. Okay? Fine. Yeah. It's a technique. <laughs> sorry. This is a, this is a technique. This, this is, is one of the modern, modern techniques, techniques. we talking about. Yeah. 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 Um, not hand and flowers. Um, yeah. The, the chef would take it out of take it out of the fridge and put it in his um, in his um, on his motorbike you know they got like a, a storage container oh, like yeah, a yeah, little box like yeah, Deliveroo yeah exactly he'd stick it in that hmm. wait for the HO to come wait for him to do their thing and then he would just take it out put it back in would he? Mm. oh no yeah, yeah. Well, it's all about the GP it's all about the GP <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I, yeah um, deep frying fondant potatoes that was a that oh was, that really? was a good one I've seen that it's what, terrible what so a fondant potato is classically cooked just in butter mm-hmm. so you cook it in butter like slowly 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 loads of garlic loads of herbs so it absorbs all that amazing flavour gets really buttery and rich crispy on the bottom mm-hmm. but when you run out and someone orders one oh, what no. do you do you whack it in the deep fat fryer stick fry. it in the deep fat fryer stab it with a knife first pop it in 180 <laughs> about, about five between five and eight minutes it's like, oh, that's dependent, efficient. That is dependent, efficient that dependent is dependent on the season depending wow. on the season um, how often would this happen every Saturday yeah quite yeah every Saturday yeah <laughs> just do more mise en place well, yeah. yeah 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 I mean make you know you make a like we'd make them the most amazing lemon tart on a Monday morning <laughs> By Thursday, it wasn't great. <laughs> <laughs> but these are things you learn, and you yeah, learn yeah. not to do them again. Sure. You know? um, but with regards to like, you must have had some blowouts. Uh, personally, yeah, yeah, uh, I, yeah. Or not like you. I, I tell you what, I do remember one. And it's just come to mind because um, <laughs> one of the uh, one of the guys at the Hand and Flowers who's just been promoted to senior sous chef, a guy called uh, Dave the Scott. His name's actually Dave Scott, and he's Scottish. Dave Scott. Um, <laughs> he um, he had a horrendous like. So we so service at the Hand of Flowers is in like two halves. So it's like a game of football. Mm-hmm. Um, so because we turn each table twice, so you do the whole restaurant between six thirty and quarter to eight. Wow! And, and then, then you'll do it again. again crazy so then you have a you have like a half time yeah. um, but the first half um, it, we just changed the dish so 
all throughout the year we'll have um, loin of venison on um, and everyone goes yeah but it's, you know, why is it on in summer because it's you know it's a winter dish and like it's not it's just a lean piece of meat mm. venison you can get all year round but then as soon as you get your gun out on the 12th of August and start shooting grouse then we'll get grouse in and that's cooked traditionally roasted in a pan and it sent him down he went crashing down it was horrendous I, like constantly in his face what's going wrong what's going were you shouting or? yeah, yeah. I, was, I wasn't very nice I wasn't very nice but you know but I, I think the general public what they what they have to understand what you have to understand <laughs> is you're you're spending two two and a half hours in our company that you've waited six months to yeah to, to spend that time with us mm-hmm. it has to be right and it's very reactionary you know it has to be right and if it's not right then we have to make sure it's right otherwise you're going to put on TripAdvisor that <laughs> I tried stabbing your granny <laughs> with a steak knife so you have no margin for error who you know we used to open up the bookings for a whole year you see some guests used to wait a year to eat with us you can have a bloody kid in nine months like do you know what I mean so much can happen in a year and you're yeah. waiting to spend two hours in our company it has to be it has to be right yeah, so it, it wasn't going right he, he was overcooking a few um, mangy birds and um, so I lost I lost it I completely lost it oh, and then how did that manifest itself well so what happened and this changed the whole way that we did a kitchen clean down <laughs> uh, was I I took, I took um, so the, the, the second half the first half finished for on the um like on a spike where you stab all your checks yeah yeah all the so you'll have like yeah um i just ripped all those off the off the check spike put them on the stove and set them on fire and i, I looked what? at him i said that half never happened <laughs> and it, there was ashes yeah it, and it, it just went everywhere so then so so from then on in every single half time the whole kitchen got completely cleaned down because of that moment yeah the whole the, wow. literally the so whole a kitchen ceremonial moment that yeah is. the whole stove the past <laughs> the floor everything everything got done so that that's it, beautiful but yeah so it, good it, in some ways some good come yeah. yeah. he helped <laughs> you know, out there he cooks grouse nicely the kitchen's clean is he still there What's now the, He's, he's senior sous chef, yeah. Oh, wow, okay, yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, he's lived to fight another day. Love it. He's lived to fight another day. I mean... He doesn't cook grouse anymore. <laughs> he doesn't, no. <laughs> um, Just the chips. Well, yeah. <laughs> Cylindrical uh, chips, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, you do lose it as a chef, don't you? You do. Um, there's many times, but I think that's probably the, that's the most memorable one. That, that lived up to expectation. Of. Love that. Rock and roll. Um, cool, well... Uh, is it worth going through some questions? Did you get any? Did, are they all rude? Probably no, not, not, really. not, not, not many. So it's really. not worth it. We don't have to do it. But. Um, one 
One guy, I didn't even know what he's on about. I, I asked Aaron if he knew who he was, but he didn't. He is just it? put A5 and loads of arrows. Oh, is that... No, we only put A45. A45, sorry. So that, the road? So that was the... the That's I think, in relation to your car. Yeah, that was the car that I, I got rid of that. today. There's an A45 down the road. I thought you might have bumped <laughs> yeah. into him or something. Yeah. <laughs> Stopped um, at services, got a puck of pie. <laughs> yeah. Mark Morris said uh, blondes or brunettes. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? They've got yeah, a honestly, stick here. That's, <laughs> no, I have to say that's blondes. All right. That's, uh, I know Mark Morris's head of staff canteen. Yeah, yeah. Staff um, canteen. And oh, many, awesome. many years ago, we did. He used to do um, like ten questions, didn't he? Yeah, ten I questions him about to chefs. That's why he's asking it. And yeah, and and my now wife is blonde. He asked me that question about nine and a half years ago oh really I didn't say blonde still come back to haunt you so, now, so, so, where, where, obviously as now yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you thank you Mr Morris <laughs> that's beautiful any others not worth it nah the others nah. aren't worth it really nah. if you do want to send us any questions for the second series get in touch we're on Instagram Twitter Facebook just search the Nightcap Pod the Nightcap Podcast it'll come up you can slide into our DMs Ooh. like, like beautiful Cheeky. butter <laughs> um Okay, lastly, any home cooking hacks? We've had quite a few good ones over the, the series. Yeah. Um, What's been your favourite? What was it? The, there was one that blew me away. I can't remember. The what cheese it was. grater. What, no, that the was butter? my one. What no. che- butter? Butter what, on what? a cheese grater. No, no oh, that's no, on no. my list to do. No, mine's about. Oh, it was actually one. Tom who put it on Twitter a few months back, like using a cheese grater on its side. On its side. It changed my that's life. That's how you're supposed to use the them. Yeah, the box cheese grater. Yeah, like, yeah. They're supposed to be and on the side. I was like, you're not yeah. supposed to be horizontally doing that. It's supposed to be on the side, and then you just tip it out. Yeah, it doesn't go over it like that. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's changed my life. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me that? Actually, to be honest, the 12, whole puff pastry in a microwave, that's a pretty good home cooking hack. That is. It is. If, yeah. if, if they get yeah, it right. If you get oh, yeah, the, I imagine yeah. there's a fine margin. you get margin the, of... the turns and everything right. Yeah, yeah. No, but this sweet, the, this one, right, open your, um, open your tins of beans upside down. What do you mean upside well, down? They're both the same. Honestly, open it? your tins of beans oh, upside down. So it slides out. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you know when you open a tin of beans and you've got to get a spoon in there because yeah. all the beans are at the bottom. Open it upside down, just clean, falls out straight away. <laughs> really? Honestly, look at Aaron's face. <laughs> Honestly. Did you discover this by mistake because you opened it up the wrong way around? No, I was, um, I was doing a breakfast shift at Tudnall, my first head chef job, and I was like moaning about beans. <laughs> and one of my chef departers just said to me, open it upside down. I was like, what are you on about? Like, he said, honestly, and he opened one, it slid out. I was like, wow. <laughs> like dog Fuck food you've saved me, me about you saved oh me about God. 20 seconds there but that's amazing yeah. that might Honestly, be I don't I'm not up. a big I'm not a huge baked beans fan but that no, makes me want to buy a tin oh, I love just baked beans. To, yeah I can't stand them so it's a ring pull one you still need to use a tin opener right yeah. Yeah. anyone out there film yourself opening baked bean tins upside, upside down, down yeah. and let us know how you get on because well, the other thing because like Heinz, for example, they've got that useful ring yeah, yeah. on the top. So, yeah, just tin opener. Go mm. You've got to have a tin opener. Yeah. Go old school. Okay. Have you got any uh, home cooking hacks that can help us out? Do you know, I, I, I saw one today, right? I, was, I, I went buck wild on, on YouTube. Yeah. And this is incredible. This changed my life. <laughs> so when you, as a home cook, right, and you're using any citrus, whether you're using orange, a lemon, a lime, mm-hmm. You always cut it in half, you know, squeeze s- it out, squeeze it out, yeah. and you don't you don't need a lot, but no. you like squeeze it out, and then you've got like half a kind of 
used semi-used yeah and then a fresh bit and then you just put it in the fridge and it you forget about or it or you just throw it in the bin mm-hmm. this has changed my okay, life right? okay 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 I'm excited. right now yeah. I have half a lime mm. sat on a shelf oh no you can't fridge. it has to be a hole oh, damn. it has to be okay. a hole right. you've already messed it up sorry <laughs> you don't cut it in half yeah. okay <laughs> let me finish um, so you get a skewer yeah so you go you skewer it straight through the top yeah okay so where the little like knobbly bit knobbly bit bit teat (laughs) lime teat yeah the lime go through that right (laughs) and then just squeeze it and it's like a it's like a jiff lemon bowl you just squeeze it and and the juice comes out nothing comes out just the juice and then you can just and then because there's no real oxidization you can just put it back in the fridge Genius. Done. No way. Done. And another and another quick one as well. This is Go on. Th- yeah, yeah. This is why I said. You should have done the, this at the beginning. This is why I said <laughs> about the grater. Yeah. Like Oh great. Yeah, I know this one. Yeah. So butter, if you've got like you take butter out of a fridge. Too cold. Too cold. Yeah. Can't, can't spread, spread it. it. Yeah, yeah. It just it just tears your bread. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get a grater on the side, obviously. Of course. Obviously. Of course. Gr- grate the butter. Yeah. And then with that obviously obviously it starts to soften anyway but it just it's that soft it's soft surface butter. area friction yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah yeah don't mind well, his face butter. over there he, he literally <laughs> he wants to clap there. honestly <laughs> if, if you want to learn how to cook check YouTube <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly need... I'm learning to play the guitar at the moment from hey. YouTube he's got a lot of time in his hands like, yeah. <laughs> I've got a lot of time in my hands like YouTube is the dream oh mate this is brilliant. Just discovered it these past two days. It feels so apt. Yeah, I sort of, It feels so apt to wrap this up with a home cooking hack that is genius, and it's related to butter, which is the only reason Paul Foster's here. And yes. uh, yeah, keeps me alive. Yeah. Exactly. Shot of butter every morning. That is beautiful. Oh, I don't think there's anything else to go through now. No, no, it's been good. It's been nice. Well, to we, should, here, mate. we should cheers to a, we should to wrapping up cheers. this yeah. season one. Season one, Thanks yeah. season one of, uh, of the nightcap. Of the nightcap. Thanks to everyone who has cheers, guys. Thanks to everyone cheers. who has listened and downloaded. Um, obviously, these will stay up, and series two will be coming later this summer. It's right around the corner. We've already got chefs booked in. We're yeah, chopping we've got a bit. So, series two will be coming really soon. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the Nightcap Podcast. Um, Can I just say thanks um, um, to my mum for the only person to listen to this one? <laughs> <laughs> thanks to Aaron's Thank, mum. Thanks, What's your mum's thanks, name? Mom. Her name's Yo. Thanks, Yo. Yes. Cheers, Yo. Cheers, Yo. Um, yeah, here's to you all for listening. And Aaron, thanks for the nightcap. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for downloading The Nightcap, the last episode of Series 1. We are beginning production and the recording of Series 2 in the coming weeks, with chefs booked already. In the meantime, we've got loads of new content on our social pages and will do throughout the year. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at thenightcap underscore pod for all the latest. If you've loved listening to the first series, spread the word and help us out by leaving a rating and review on iTunes via your podcast app. And for the price of a cup of coffee a month, support the pod on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the nightcap, where we're giving away signed menus from Paul's Michelin starred restaurant Salt.